What's up, whole world? Welcome to Storytime with Cedric, episode number 45. So this story takes place um, early 90s, 92, 93, something like that, um, in Dayton, Ohio, okay? I think I was in junior high. I might have been a freshman, right around that age bracket, okay? So um, a new club had opened up. It was called City Lights. And what was different about this club was it was it was aimed at high school students, right? It was aimed at the high school students. So me and my partners heard about this club opening up. We had to go. We had to find a way to um, get to this club. It was it was imperative that we had to go to this club, right? So, but we weren't in high school. That's right. We weren't in high school yet. We were in eighth grade when this happened. That's why we wanted to go so bad. But anyway, um, we had to come up with a plan to get to this club because there's no way our parents was going to let us just go to a club, right? So this is what we came up with. JR, one of my... Okay, let me get to the characters of the story first. So it's myself and it's Marco. Now, me and Marco, um, really, really close friends, live in the same apartment building. We live right across from each other in this apartment building. Marco had a cousin named JR. Now, JR was on the same street, but he lived in a house that was a little bit further down the block. But, you know, when we hung out, we were either at Marco's house, my house on the stoop, or at JR's house. You know, we, it was that close. So the plan was JR was going to tell his mom that he was going to spend the night at my house. And then I was going to tell my mom that I was spending the night at JR's house. When in reality, both of us were going to go to Marco's house, take our clothes and our outfits and everything over there, shower, get fresh, and then head to the club from Marco's house. That was the plan, right? Now, there's something you need to know about JR's mom. She's a very big part of the story, okay? JR's mom, uh, her name is Miss Francine. See the respect I put on that? Miss Francine. Um... Very, very cool lady, very lovely lady, and she was an awesome lady, but uh, don't get on her bad side, don't piss her off, don't be disrespectful, um, it was like that, like, don't don't piss her off, pretty much, okay, she was cool, but we seen both sides of that, like, we seen her pissed off, and we seen her in a good mood, and seeing her pissed off is something you don't want to be around it when it goes down, so... But we respected her, you know, like if we, let's say we at JR's house, we in the front, we talking shit, she hears somebody cuss, she'll come out there and, you know, she might smack you on the back of the head, tell you shut up and then go back in the house. But it was all good because we respected her that much. Does that make sense? But she's a big part of the story because JR had told his mom that he was coming to spend the night at my house. Well, in fact, he was not. He told a lie to Miss Francine. This comes back later in the story. Okay. Um... So, you know, we go to Marco's house, we get dressed, we get fresh. Everybody got money that night. Everybody got fresh outfits that night. Um, none of us have a car. So we have to walk to this club. It's like a 10-mile walk. It's a pretty good walk. It was pretty cold outside, too. I remember being pretty cold. Um, so we walk over to this club, man, and it's everything that we dreamed of. We we pay to get in and we walk in it's like high school girls up in there it's drinks and like it wasn't drinks like alcohol but you could like go to the bar and get like a coca-cola 
or pineapple juice or whatever and then walk around with your little drink in your hand so you felt like you know you was drinking something but um it was cool it was a really good club man it was awesome we, you know we walked in together and then we kind of split up when we got in there kind of doing our own thing so we and i are getting our boogie on it's all good i'm seeing people that i know from school that they snuck in there too and it was all good marco over there dancing with some girl over there I'm over here dancing with some girl over here. JR over there dancing with some girl over there. It was all good. We was having a ball. This was going to be a great story one day. And all of a sudden, uh, the DJ, right? The DJ uh, starts to talk over the music. And he says this. He says, uh, Daryl Taylor, your ride is in the lobby. And the reason that's important is because JR's real name is Daryl Taylor. We all called him JR, but his real, like his government name is Daryl Taylor. You probably don't want anybody to know that, but for the sake of the story, I got to tell you, his real name was Daryl Taylor. We just called him JR. And so we look at, you know, we catch each other's eyes in the club and it's like, well, you know, we didn't get a ride up here. Anybody coming to get us, they might be talking about another, another Daryl. We ain't worried about that. So we kind of looked at each other, kind of ignored it. We kept getting our boogie on. We kept dancing. Another five minutes go past, and the DJ came back over the over the over the microphone. He's like, uh, "Daryl Taylor, your ride is in the lobby." So the second time we hear it, you know, we, we we catch, you know, we look at each other again, and we catch up with each other. Let's go to the lobby and see what's up. So we walk into the lobby, all three of us together. We walk to the lobby, and I'll be goddamn. If Miss Francine is not in the lobby, it's, it's like one o'clock in the morning. She's standing there in the lobby with like this like the headscarf and the robe and the house shoes. And she didn't have to say nothing, just the look on her face. We knew we fucked up. I wasn't even her biological child. And I felt like I was gonna get my ass whooped too. So we standing there and she's just looking at us and she's like, So you said you're going to Cedric's house, right? What you doing up here? JR was always taller than the rest of us. He was like 6'1", 6'2", even, you know, when he was younger, um, really tall. But whenever his mom was mad at him, he would break down and call her mommy. I'm sorry, mommy. I know, mommy. And it was, it was, it was, it caught me off guard to see somebody that tall talk to his mom like that. But that's how afraid of Miss Francine we was. And so, um, she giving us the business and we deserve it. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we all lied. We all snuck out. So... She tells us to go outside, you know, get your ass outside. Let's go. So we get our coats and we walk outside to the parking lot and we walk into the car, right? And she said, oh, no, no, no. Uh, how'd y'all get up here? We like, we walked up here. Oh, okay. Well, walk your asses back home and you better not be late and drove the fuck off, man, and left us in the parking lot and we had to walk home, man. We had to walk all the way back 10 miles, like walking to an ass woman. I didn't go back to JR's house. I went to my house. I think JR got, I don't know if he got an ass whooping or not. His mom used to like beat us up though. She ain't whoop us with no belt. She used to like give us that Pernell Whitaker, hit us with them combinations. So I think JR got served that night and he probably got put on punishment. And then uh, my mom never found out. And I don't know if, if, if Marco's mom ever found out or not, but um, I would just think about that story. Man, I was in Dayton uh, a few months ago and uh, just just driving around the city, it made me think about that. I drove past the spot where that club had used to be at, and it made me think about that story, and I wanted to tell it. So thanks for letting me tell the story.
Thank you guys for listening. JR, I hope you're not mad because um I put your government name on my podcast. I apologize. But um yeah, y'all, thanks for listening. And uh this might be the last podcast of the year. So I hope you enjoyed my my podcast over the last 12 months. I hope you enjoyed your holiday and uh, I hope you uh enjoy your new year and I wish you uh greetings and good tidings in the coming years. We heading to the we we heading to the roaring 20s. So let's get it in. All right y'all, thanks for listening. God bless and uh, happy new year. I see y'all next time. What's up, whole world? Welcome back to Storytime with Cedric, episode number 45. I decided to throw one more story on this episode, and I hope that you enjoy it. So let's get into it. So this story takes place um, mid to late 80s. I probably was uh, 10 or 11, something like that. And my brother's two years younger than me, right? So at the time, my mother worked as a school teacher, and it was... um, some trip her class was doing this trip to washington dc we lived in dayton ohio her school her class is is doing this trip to washington dc so me and my brother weren't gonna go we were gonna stay with our neighbors while my mother went to dc for the weekend and so mr willie and lillian was our neighbors mr willie lillian and they were they were really cool, but they were kind of odd. They were really into, you know, their church life. It was different from what I was used to. I'm not trying to disrespect anybody, you know, religious beliefs or anything like that. I'll just say, you know, the shit that they did was different than the shit we did. Is that fair? Can I get away with that? So we got to stay with Mr. Willie over the weekend. That means we got to go to church with Mr. Willie. And they was like, the church that they went to, they had a lot of rules. Like, they had a daughter that was my age, but she could only wear like these long navy blue skirts. I never seen her wear short sleeves. They weren't allowed to listen to the radio. It was like a a bunch of rules that they couldn't do that was all rooted, you know, in the rules from the church, right? Um, So my mother leaves and we stay with Mr. Willie for the weekend. So let's get to Sunday. Let's get to it. So um, we decided to go in and just kind of sit and just kind of just enjoy the show, you know, just enjoy. And it started off normal. Like, it started off pretty normal. Um, Choir came out, and they did a couple of songs, and then, like, there was a devotion period where people came up and read scriptures out of the Bible, and then somebody did a prayer, and it was all pretty, you know, stuff I was used to seeing in my own church. But then, but then, shit took a turn. Oh boy, this shit take a turn. So they gotta, they gotta. Um, now once again, before I move forward with the story, it's not my intention to offend anybody's religious beliefs or religious behaviors. Um, I'm just telling the story the way I remember it. That being said, let's move forward. Um, so everything was going fine. Everything was going smooth. Everything was was what I was used to. And then it took a turn, right? So they had what was called the praise period. Now, the praise period is when somebody would come up to the microphone and they would tell a story, right? And they would go, hey, you know, this week uh, a butcher knife fell off the counter and it almost stabbed me in the foot, 
but it missed my foot and the Lord saved my foot. Like it's, it's people telling different stories about what happened to them that week or just something good that happened that they felt like was a, a blessing. You know what I mean? And they would get up and tell stories like that. And the first couple of stories was normal. One lady got the microphone and she just starts speaking in tongues. This was the first time I ever seen this shit, right? So she's speaking in tongues. You know, I like when uh, you go to church and the minister will say something and then the people in the audience go, yeah. And then he'll say something else and then people say, yeah. So she was speaking in tongues and then the people in the audience were speaking in tongues back to her. So now it's starting to get a little weird, right? I'm looking at my brother. I'm like, oh shit. Okay, just sit here and just chill and it should be over with pretty soon. So they're speaking in tongues and everybody in the church, it just starts to get real loud. Now I look to the left. I see old people getting up out of their wheelchairs, running around the church. I see another lady laying the aisle. She's convulsing. They're covering her with a sheet. She's convulsing. I see another dude hopping on one leg. He's slobbering out his mouth. They're covering him with a sheet. And they take the sheet off. And he's, he's hopping around on one leg. And this is all going on at the same time. I don't know what the hell is going on, but I'm scared to move. Now, it looked like shit was about to calm down. Now, I told you Mr. Willie had a daughter, right? Now, the daughter's my age. And I noticed that all the kids was, was starting to get up. And they were starting to, like, line up against the wall. Now, when I first saw it, because at my church that I was going to, we had a youth choir. And at, at some certain point of service, all the kids would get up, they go up front, and they'll they'll sing a couple of songs, and they go back, and they sit down. So at first, I thought that's what it was. I'm like, oh, I don't know these songs. I'm not part of the youth choir. We're just going to sit right here. And so the daughter walked. I think her name was Shalea. I think it was Shalea. Whatever it was. She comes over. She says, hey, uh, y'all want to get in line and go over there and get the Holy Ghost? I was like, excuse me? Do you want to go get the Holy Ghost? I said, no, I think I'm, I'm good right here. You don't want to go get the Holy Ghost? I'm like, no. So she went and told her dad, Mr. Willie. Mr. Willie's like, y'all not going to get the Holy Ghost? I said, Mr. Willie, we, we good right here, man. He just kind of looked at us. You could tell he was a little upset, but he couldn't beat us because we was in church. And so all the kids go over and line up against the wall. All of a sudden, this white dude, I don't know where, I don't know where he came from, he just, first he wasn't there, and then this motherfucker just appeared. He just was there. He's there, and he's walking up, like, the kids are all lined up. And he's walking up to the kids, and he's, like, he'll tap their forehead. Pow! And then pass out. And he go to the next one. Pow! And they'll pass out. And I see this shit, and I go, oh, no, hell, we got to go. So, me and my, bro- <laughs> me and my brother get up, man, and we, we start to, like, walk towards the back of the church to kind of walk out the back doors. And we stepping around, motherfuckers is on the ground doing doing like they, they convulsing on the ground. We stepping over motherfuckers doing this and this lady's crying over here and this this old man's running in circles and it was like a goddamn freak show. I don't know what was going on in there. So we go outside and we're sitting on the front porch of the church and like you can hear like you know people yelling and people screaming and the organ is you know the organ be hyping that shit up you know that that or anytime you go to a church right when shit is about to calm down the organ hype the shit back up right like be like if y'all loud and shit and then start to calm down and the organ be like this dun, dun. make it all calm and they go 
and it make everybody get them start dancing. The shit, the shit starts all over again. So after about two, three encores of that shit, it finally, finally calms down. And me and my brother go back in the church, and we sit in the back row. And Mr. Willie is looking at us like he's giving us like the stink eye for real. He's looking at us. He's not pleased. He's not happy. And so after church, it's just quiet in the car. It's really awkward, really quiet. We go back to Mr. Willie's house. And we're sit- like Mr. Willie's sitting on the couch and he calls us downstairs. Cause we got we got back to his house and we went upstairs or whatever. So he's like, Cedric, John, come downstairs. So Mr. Willie and Lillian are sitting on the couch and me and my brother stand in front of him. He's like, look, uh, because you chose not to take part in the activities of the church, I have to give you a whooping. The Bible says so. Or some shit he said like that. And I was like, Mr. Willie, um, you're not about to whoop me and my brother. We will fight you. And I was serious. Like, if he he was going to try to hit us, it was going to be a fight in his living room. Me and my brother's going to fight him. And um, long story short, we did not get an ass whooping, but we didn't have to stay with Mr. Willie anymore after that. But it was crazy. It was a crazy, 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 crazy night. But it was, I learned from it. You know, I think any church you go to, um, you can learn from it. As I've been, as I've gotten older, I've been all around the world and I've been to many churches and I've been to many, many different types of services, different religions, and it's all good. But I think looking at it through the eyes of an adult, Versus looking at it through the eyes of a, of an 11 year old, it could be different. So, um, thank you guys for listening. Once again, this story was not intended to offend anybody's religious beliefs or any way that you get down inside your tabernacle. I'm not here for that. I'm just telling my story what happened to me. So, thank you for listening. God bless. Happy New Year. I hope you enjoyed the stories, and uh, I'll be back in 2020 with more stories. Keep listening, and I'll keep posting them. All right. I got to get some food. I'm hungry. Thank you guys for listening. God bless. Happy New Year. Good night.